0: Visit polymorphcrafts.com to learn about their high quality, compact, and affordable tabletop accessories.
4: Last time on Dungeon Drunks, our heroes go to the Watchful Order of Magician Protectors. There, they let Eraszik know about their pocket house, the trouble with their animals being abducted out of a portal, and issues with Travancore's cousin. He discovers they're being scried upon, and when he traces the scry back to its source, he is horrified to discover it's a devil! He gives the party. <laughs> I almost didn't do that, but I couldn't help myself. He gives the party an amulet that will prevent them from being scried on as long as they stay pretty close to each other. Then the group convinces him to return the favor and scry on Evelyn. And with Travancore's help, they see that she is the one who summoned the devil and seems to have some sort of control over it. And in horror, Arasic that because of this, she must die. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren, also known as Obo Crazy. And tonight I am drinking my favorite beer of all time, Pyramid. This is the Apricot Ale. Ooh, where where's the camera? There we go. The Apricot Ooh. Ale, which is not my favorite of the Pyramid beers. I I love the the Hefeweizen would be my favorite. But hey, you know, sometimes even in the middle of winter, you have to have something that's a little lighter and, and happier. And Pyramid makes me happy. I don't know who to start with. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Carlton. Sleepy Carlton times Carlton. Uh, sleep,
2: sleep time Carlton. Sleepy time Carlton, who literally took a nap because he had a long day finishing the film that he was working on yesterday, and so he took a nap today. I am on number five out of my mystery six-pack of uh, weird sodas, and today is Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory Coco Fizz Chocolate Soda.
4: Wait, Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory is in the people who make those chocolate covered apples that are delicious?
2: Maybe. I mean,
4: is that a thing? I don't know. You guys. Oh! Oh, Jules, you're in Canada and you don't know about Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory? I don't okay, think imagine. I know about Rocky Mountain
3: Chocolate Factory. I think it also. We're not in the Rockies.
2: I think it's also part of. Uh, it's part of. Actually, it's uh, crafted and bottled by Durango Soda Company, Incorporated, Durango, Colorado. 81301zuberfizz.com. There's your free plug. Uh, let me see there how disgusting <laughs> the soda is. Like, and, now, and I say disgusting because I smelled it and I went, oh, this is not going to taste good. And? Oh, God, that's terrible.
4: Uh, oh, no. Uh. So out of this six pack, you've tried five of these. And if I've counted correctly, one of them has been tolerable.
2: One of them was good, one was tolerable.
4: Okay. I seem to remember only one of them being kind of tolerable, but. I mean, you like the, the weird not blackberry berry soda,
2: right? The the Dewberry one was good.
4: Dewberry was Dewberry. good. Dewberry. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, and we then there was like one good. more
2: that was, uh, I think it was like the coconut cream one was tolerable.
4: Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Well, hopefully number six will will break the and mold. then
2: After that, I'm just going to go back to the, like teas and something normal.
4: Yeah. Or you continue with the soda thing, just more normal sodas. Yeah. I also recommend root beer.
2: I do like root beer. I beers. love root
4: beer. Henry Weinhardt's root beer is amazing. Jonathan, what are you drinking?
2: Uh, this is
0: Jonathan I played Jonathan the Muscular Tonight, I have a new drink. I think. I don't Yay. think I've Ooh. I don't think I've said this one yet. Oh, right. I haven't said this one yet. I don't think. So earlier or last week, I got to play in a one-shot, and I got to play a Bloodhunter. And they are tricky and a little complicated, but kind of fun. So this drink is called a Crimson Rite. And mm. it is cranberry. Diets, ginger ale, and vodka. So it is almost like a Diet Redhead, but, not, but just different enough. And today's shot of Fireball to be consumed at the casting of Fireball, or the equivalent thereof, is dedicated to friend of the show, Jason Ram. That's Ram with two M's. Bonus M for you guys. Uh, he is—he uh, has is a friend from Austin. We've played D and D together. He printed my first dice jail that I own. I own a physical dice jail, and he printed it, and it's amazing. Uh, so uh, zero opti on Twitter. Go follow him. Uh, check in on all his stuff. He is a great, great guy
4: and a subscriber to our Patreon, which is why this drinks for you. Sorry, that sounded really cheesy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I <Travencore>. liked it. <laughs> okay. Good, thank you, Travancore. What are you drinking? <laughs> Good
1: people of Feyrun, Travancore's choice this evening is inspired by the following quote: "I have learned that to be with those I like is enough." So, my lovely wife, um, knowing the I need pod fuel, uh, went and picked up went to the Wegmans, and now in Pennsylvania they sell beer and wine in grocery stores now. Wegmans and picked me up a yeah Wegmans is pretty great and picked me up an old favorite, the Walt Whit. Doubly appropriate, seeing as how my wife's home- parents live just across the Waltman Bridge in New Jersey.
4: I like everything about what you just said, especially the Wegmans part. I miss Wegman so much. And finally, Bernie, what are you drinking? I
3: am drinking something that I picked sheerly because it fit the mold. It is Dragon's Gold uh, Cider. It's got the best, 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 and I'll try to post a picture for Twitter or something. But look at that. It's so d and I hope it's good to match how cool the, like, the can is this, like, little golden dragon looking back at the moon, and it's, it's, I think it's an Ontario, yeah, it's an Ontario craft cider, uh, so it's local, and we're going to find out if it's any, any good.
4: We got two taste tests today, and?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's a little sweeter than I normally go for in cider. I usually, like, drink really dry ciders, but I
4: like that. Good job. Good job, Heritage Estate. We've got to up uh, Carlton's drink game because I feel like the two of you have been experimenting with drinks and poor Carlton has been getting the short end of the drink stick and he deserves some, some good drinks. So I could send you some RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if any if any listeners have any suggestions for sodas or root beers or other fizzy anything non
2: alcoholic teas root beers, sodas anything
4: yeah something that he could drink that is good because. Boy, do you deserve good, because Bernie has been uh, winning these lotteries. I um, have been. I this is good. I mean, I
2: feel like that. I, I feel like we're s- at least staying in character when doing these taste tests, because like, Carlton <laughs> would be getting to like, <laughs> Cal- oh, try this really weird thing where Bernie would take more care in like, picking what she's about to put into her body.
3: Bernie would be like, Carlton, no, and you'd be like, Bernie, yes, and Bernie would be like, well...
2: Told you so. Or (laughs) it might be like after
1: having Sorcerer's Sweat, nothing compares to it. So everything just tastes terrible to Carlton Nell. I
3: just love
0: the positive reviews that beer seems to get every, like, especially this last this last run where it's like i'm listening to the show on my way to work and it's dark and i'm awake and, but it's a, and it's a monday but i'm listening to dungeon drunks and i hear jules freak out about the beer she's drinking because it's really good and it, that's just a little iota of goodness to the beginning of my terrible day
4: um. <laughs> well and it's it's time that that carlton can join in the goodness so if you have a suggestion we've we've got a twitter and an instagram and all those things and, and send us suggestions but we should get right to the game also we if have. you live
3: in in canada and you have beer that you like i'm not big on like hoppy beers i'll drink some dark beer but yes and on my way i'll try them you don't have to physically mail them you just have to find me something that
4: i can get at a lick Yes. Send no. Don't send us beers. Don't send us alcohol. I don't think you can. I'm almost tempted to be like, I probably can't. You you probably can, but you have to be Amazon. There you go. If you are Amazon, (laughs) go ahead and send us stuff. I I will accept anything Amazon sends me. Meanwhile, I have no transition in the Amethyst Acropolis in a room just outside of the the main entranceway. You are all standing. Some of you might be sitting as Aras Zik grips the shoulders of Travancore, locking eyes with him if they have just come out of this scry and where they have seen Travancore's cousin ostensibly having summoned a devil from the Nine Hells, dismissed it when it didn't seem to be able to do anything else for her. And now you know for sure she at least has some modicum of control over this thing. And Aras says in a shaky voice, she must Die,
3: You know, I am in complete
4: agreement
3: with you. I think we kill her. I think we kill the demon devil thing. Can we do that? Is that a thing we can do? I feel like Bernie should know if that's a thing we can
0: do. Uh I think we can.
4: Why don't you roll a religion check? 17. So you know that killing a, a demon or a devil, pr- pretty much anything of that power on the Material Plane doesn't actually kill it, but it sends it back to where it came from. And and it's difficult for those beings to be able to get to the Material Plane. The fact that she is summoning this thing is making it easier, but killing it would send it back. You would also know that summoning, with that role, yeah, you know, uh, summoning a devil requires a lot a lot of really nasty things it's not easy and there is a big personal toll and it probably requires a blood sacrifice of some sort and so killing evelyn would remove a lot of the concern of this creature being able to return because it's not easy to do what she did and it is dangerous and very hurtful to your soul mage armor
3: well right (laughs) now right now (laughs) now,
0: she's not here i we're gonna we might go and i mean might as well take care of it now
4: yeah Aras also responds to you as you say this and and says hopefully killing the devil will not be a problem she seems to be summoning it and dismissing it. If you can dispatch her and destroy the Agrippa she is using, then resummoning this devil will be too difficult for most.
0: Alright, well I think we were gonna bloodhound this shit, right? Wait, we were gonna
4: Yeah. We were
0: gonna send our various animals to lead us her way.
4: I think
3: that's what we do. Alright. We have to kill her.
0: Let's do it. Alright.
4: Or as ready as I'm gonna be. Do you have a place to start? No. <laughs> Actually, that's
3: a very good question. Did you have an does, I'm not you know, I've never scried for a thing before, but does it ping a little internal map or anything like
4: that? No, sadly it it doesn't, unless you know unless you are scrying on a location. If you're scrying on a person, you are just sent there. We can attempt to detect her or an object or something that she is wearing but that has a limited range and we would need to have a much ref- much more refined sense of her we need a piece of her clothing her hair we need a connection to the object that we're trying to to find and it was only through travancore i was able to scry on her to begin with and it was tenuous at best Unless you have something of hers or something that she might have or be incredibly familiar with her, one of you could try to locate her or an object she carries, but that is not something I can do. I mean,
0: the only ones that have met her are the animals, so I think that's why uh, the the scent is all we
2: have, I think, right? Well, didn't... Didn't Travancore and uh, Arasic see that she was in a cavern? We did.
4: Yeah, that's true.
2: So it was Unworked Stone?
4: Yes, you remember it being a natural cavern. And Arasic's attempt to trace the scry on you from before, that's how he knows that this devil and, because of your scry, uh, Evelyn, are they're close. They're somewhere within the city limits or just outside of it as far as miles
1: and there was drow blood on her so that's, that's the reason that where she might not be too far from where we encountered the draw last time
4: we have to go deeper
1: i see what you did there and i appreciate it so but the bloody fist is in town i mean isn't
0: the isn't the city limits like not in town i thought you said it was at the edge of the city limits
4: it's within the city limits.
0: Oh, okay.
4: He, he can't pinpoint it, but he knew from his his trace that it was super close. He basically got kind of a radius that included the city of Waterdeep and maybe a little bit outside of it, but somewhere within there. So the caverns
0: we were in under the Bloody Fist, those all weren't work stone, right? Some of that was natural.
4: Some of it was natural and some of it was worked. It seemed to, the natural and the worked seemed to weave in and out depending on where you were. Do you think that she, the kobold
3: we met, was imprisoned? If she needs a blood sacrifice, maybe she's the one.
0: Maybe she's. So we the never. The cave ra- dragon. No, we never ran into the thing that was making the zombies. What if that's her? Oh my God. Yeah, let's head down there, and it and all comes together. It all comes together. I mean, that's that's an assumption. I mean, we the thing is, we never met this person, and we never really. I mean, Vang really never gave us a description, but yeah, it seems like that's the place to go. So let's get down there. Let's let's loose the hounds, as it were, and then and then see if we can get somewhere.
4: Okay, Aras will look at you and say, "I." I'll continue to work with my fellows to see if we can come up with a, a a more accurate location. Hopefully, we can come up with something if if your line of of inquiry fails. But definitely be careful and go slow. This is neither a dragon nor a devil. Are creatures to be tangled with, even even for powerful fate changers like yourself.
0: Uh, real quick, uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to quickly jot down a note, fold it up, hand it to a Razzik, and say, if I don't come back, the note has everything uh, you need to do for me.
4: He nods and tucks it into a pouch, not even really looking at it right now, just tucks it into a pouch and says, if, if that is your wish, but hopefully that will not be necessary.
0: I hope not.
4: If there is nothing else I can do for you, I am going to, I'm going to take a moment and then I'll, I'm will i going to do some research. Please keep in touch. Of course. Thank you, Master Zick. Thank you, Aras. As always, whatever I can do. Duncan. Yeah, thanks. He nods and walks out. <coughs> We're all dying, aren't we? hopefully
3: not no i meant like i heard the cough and i was like oh good all of the all the players are slowly (laughs) slowly succumb to the plague
4: uh Ah. all the
3: characters are bernie bernie developed a sudden cold in reaction to
1: (laughs) stress-induced illness for trevancore
4: right stress-induced illness for all of us why not for real all right what would what would we like to do um, it's the morning,
3: right? We just woke up, had a really, really goddamn intense discussion. Nobody used any spell slots, did we?
0: Mage armor. That's it. <laughs> Mage armor. <Yeah. laughs> I think we're good to go. I think this is about as prepared as we're gonna be.
3: Yeah, I don't yep. I don't see how we could I mean we let's go get this girl. Barney's right. Barney's a little pissed. I mean she's disappointed more than she's mad now, but like Oh, that's worse. She's <laughs> it's so much worse. Yeah. Yeah, but she's got to take her anger out on something. It might as well be, uh, might as well be this lady. I think alignment wise, she's not too happy with the D. De- That's like a whole other bag of like worms for her. A can of worms is the the summoning of a a devil.
1: Knowing what she knows, too. Like, I would suspect that Evelyn knows as much about our history as I do. Yeah. But there's no way for me to know that for sure. But one can suspect, given her pedigree.
4: As you guys are talking and leaving this room and heading out to the front office, Razzo flags you down and says, Oh, J- Jonathan, I forgot one, one thing before you leave. Hmm. It doesn't have to happen right away, but sometime soon, one of the other things that we need now that you're a full member is uh, we need you to copy your book of spells. We keep the copies of your, your spell book here in a safe place in case something was to ever happen to yours. It's one of the services we provide. It won't cost you anything except your time. Uh, God so we will damn need it. to do that at <laughs> Why some point. I found this out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't get accepted until today day as i said it's we're not it's not uh it seems like you're off to to do something so i don't want to get in the way but um and then he he looks around and he kind of gives you like a hey come come closer for a second motion yeah what's up um so we we also give you a little bit of time to make any edits you might need it gives you a like a a very oblique look. I
0: would very much appreciate that. Assuming I come back alive.
4: And his face falls a little bit and he goes, Oh no no no, it's it's nothing like that. It's nothing
0: no no, Razor, it's fine, it's fine, you know, it's the life. Um but I hopefully will see you very soon. And I say Oh I, I squeeze him on his shoulder and I'm like Be seeing ya and I walk I leave.
4: Uh, oh okay oh uh, is he okay
3: um well you know sometimes you like go off and you're like we're gonna kill a thing and it's totally gonna work out and sometimes you go off and you're like we're gonna kill a thing and we may not come back alive that's that never what, happens it's,
4: it's the being
3: realistic
0: <laughs> it's like the ladder.
3: yeah we're gonna um there's just some bad shit we gotta go take care of, and uh, we may not come back alive! Oh man, it's really exciting. I bet that doesn't happen at the temple very often. Well, it Acropolis?
4: Here? No, most... Jonathan's the first to enter our ranks who is an actual adventuring person. Most of the people who are here are more bookish. Please come back, I like him, and I like you. Well, if we do, it'll be something to tell the grandchildren about. And the great-grandchildren and the great-great-great-yes. I will look forward to that story. You cannot die, because you have to tell me this story, okay? Um...
1: Travancore, having felt down for a long time, thinks on this, and thinks... Alright, that's one reason to live.
4: Yes,
3: we will return and tell you all about this lady. And her devil, and yes, and how she and Razzo's
4: eyes get huge.
3: And, but 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 Razzo, you keep quiet about that devil part.
4: <gasps> uh, okay. If it's <laughs> important, <Wow. laughs> yes. Okay, okay.
3: Um, it's more. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you. And we'll fill you in on all the details. Bye. Gotta go.
4: Is there anything I can do? And she walks away, and she looks at Carlton and, and Travancore, and goes, "Everybody keeps walking away before I can ask. Is, is there anything I can do? I'm not really a magic person. Do you have? Um, I don't have any healing like, cupcakes. I mean, this
2: is this place of magic, right?
4: Well, the 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 actual Amethyst Acropolis is, yeah. This this my my desk is pretty. My, uh,
2: well, I- like, do you have any like magic stuffs that you can give us before we go down, like? potions or anything like that that'll help if you want to help or do you want to come with oh
4: what I don't know if I would be much help coming with I'm not much of a hey the
2: adventurer's heart is within you
3: Bernie's little gnome here's perk up at that and she's like Carlton don't know
4: and she's yeah, like pulling him away
2: the one where we get Razzo killed <laughs>
4: And Razo, well, he he is a little flattered. is It's very obvious. He says, "No, I I am not. I no, I I am certainly flattered that you would even consider to ask, but I have I have no ma- magic of my own, and I I am not anyone with any martial abilities." And but 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 but, and he reaches down into his desk and uh, opens up one of the drawers, and you see him pulling out. Well, it looks like junk. It looks like this is like a junk drawer for a hoarder. It's like you could swear three bags, some uh, carrots, a large cup, uh, four different books. Oh, my God. This is my desk at work. It's literally everything but the kitchen sink. But he does reach all the way back and pull out a small leather pouch, and reach a hand into it and pull out a small red vial that you do recognize. And he says, "I've I've had this f- forever since uh, one of our members he retired, and he left. He went he went somewhere south to go be where it's warm, and uh, I've have never needed it, but and he holds it out to you, Carlton.
2: Uh, and I accept it, and I said, "Is there uh, and you're." you're uh, other than this, you still you still want to help us?
4: I think that's the best thing that I could do to help you, is to give that to you.
2: I could have you do something that doesn't involve you getting into any danger. Uh,
4: beyond giving you the, the health potion, because that's... Uh, I think yes. that's all I can do. Can okay? you watch
2: my puppy? My brother, Blue. And then, like, Blue hears his name and, like, pops his head out of the basket, like, huh?
4: And he looks up and sees the puppy, and he immediately doe-eyes. Oh, you
2: have a puppy? Yes.
4: Oh! <gasps> And he holds out his hands. You're going to give him blue?
2: Yeah, I'm going to like, all right, buddy, I'll be be back, but I can't have you going and getting killed.
4: (gasps) And he holds blue and blue being just, a happy puppy is licking his face, even though he's a dire wolf and he probably should be eating him. And he's just like, "I ah, d- d- blue, yes, absolutely, I can, I will care for him as 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 though he were my own." Yes, yes, yes. I. Do, what does he eat? What does he? Any allergies? Anything I should be aware of? Uh,
2: he he likes bacon, and uh, bacon. Those those little well, those little tiny like sausages. Bacon? No, he does like bacon. Uh, we, those tiny who little sausages you got you get from uh, Nobles Buffets.
4: Okay. That'll be difficult but not impossible. I can I can do that. I can do that. He will be safe. Bernie Chimes in. You're also going to need
3: some carpet cleaner. Uh,
4: fair enough. And you notice that the floor of the amethyst this out, outer section of the amethyst acropolis it's all hardwood. <laughs> but he's like, "Fair enough. Yes, whatever you need, whatever you need." Stain remover.
1: Reza, one last request and I promise we will leave you alone. Sure. We have four horses from Amphale that we we hardly ever use. I mean, it's very easy for anyone to forget that we have them, but I haven't forgotten.
3: I love peanut butter.
2: Hey, don't don't you,
1: don't you, don't. If we do not return, could you see to it that they find good homes? Give us a week.
4: If it'll put your mind at ease, I will say yes, but I, I am, I have nothing but the utmost of confidence that you will return for your puppy and your horses. Where, where, where are they?
1: And I I mentioned the uh, the golden griddle or golden rock tavern or whatever <laughs> the name of griddle. the place you're staying. <laughs> it's it's always a- gonna be the golden griddle to me for reasons mentioned.
4: <laughs>
3: I think elsewhere. it is the golden griddle. This is totally the go- it's the golden griddle. Like
4: Canonical Griddle. Canonical Results Griddle. So it is officially the Golden Rock Tavern. What you guys think it is is something completely different. <laughs> and so- this is
3: like the one place where Travancore and Bernie's minds meet, which is like, I've your
4: name might be
3: this, but it's not that in my head.
1: <laughs> Ed
4: Whatever you say razzo will, he'll grab a piece of paper and scribble down, and what he'll, he'll scribble down is the golden griddle slash rock tavern slash griddle slash tavern, and he'll be like I'll, I'll go check on the horses right away and and they will be like, like like your your puppy they'll be absolutely fine for when you return
1: of course thank you razzo you're you're a, you're a good man and hopefully a good friend
4: i uh, that's all i can I can do. look after Jonathan okay.
1: Of course. And so I guess we move Seal.
4: Yeah, he goes back to, like, he distracts himself from this somber moment by playing with the puppy. Uh, as you leave, Aww. you see that Carlton, he has given you a potion of superior healing.
2: Ooh. I will mark that in my inventory.
4: So you have one of those. And where are you headed?
2: I think we're headed uh, back into back the- Back up
4: the Bloody Fist.
2: Yeah. Undermountain, right? Yeah.
4: All right, so you guys head back to the Bloody Fist, uh, where Brun is, at this point, non to see you. You guys have been in and out and in and out and in and out so many times. He's like, hey, how you doing? You guys head down the same stairs. At what point, is there any point between the Amethyst Acropolis and the Bloody Fist or beyond that, that you want uh, your animals to start actively searching for smells and or tracks?
0: I guess we might as well have them try outside just to make sure that going to the Undermountain is the right way to go.
4: Yeah. Outside uh, the Bloody Fist or a, outside- Outside
0: the Acropolis. Like we, we exit and then we're like, all right, boys. All right. Find the bad lady. Find the bitch. Find the bitch.
4: All right. So can I have uh, any animals that are making this check? Can I have them- I guess, a, yeah, survival check.
0: Animals making survival checks?
4: Yeah. No, and I will I have give bear. advantage on this since they are familiar with the target. Since I they're personally familiar with the target.
3: Binding and losing Coco Snoot's character wow. sheet.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, at least it was good, right? Wow. <laughs> advantage did not matter.
4: So Bucks, I'm going to say this is going to be a, it'll be a survival check, but he'll be relying on sight, while as Newton's shadow, they'll be, it sounds like they're smelling. So Bucks might see different things than Newton's shadow oh, okay. yeah. I wasn't,
0: make- I wasn't even going to give him a check because we're trying yeah. to sniff it out, but.
4: If he wants to make a check for tracks, it's going to be incredibly hard oh, for, no. for <laughs> no. Bucks, but no. he can try. He, he did. So it's a survival it's going to be a survival check. I'm giving you advantage on it because you're familiar with it, and this would be kind of along the keen hearing and smell. Wisdom. <laughs> Coco Snoot.
3: Yeah, he's got plus one. Okay. Cool. I was like, does Coco Snoot have any wisdom? My dog he does.
4: Wise. That's a 15. All right, so 15 for Coco Snoot. How about for Shadow? 17. And uh, what did Bucks get on his Four. viewing check? Okay. <laughs> B- Bucks can't see shit. This place is trafficked like crazy. Oh, wait, wait. You're if looking he's,
0: for... I guess if... So was he rolling survival or was he rolling perception?
4: He's rolling survival because okay. he's trying to track. You yeah, guys are trying to track. Four. And this place is... The the tracks that he's looking at are mm, everywhere. Um, your two animals take a good sniff around. Neither of them seem to pick up a scent. All but right. But this is outside the Amethyst Acropolis.
0: Right. Yeah, let's get down to the Bloody Fist and try again. Or at least get to the door of the Bloody Fist and see if we get anything.
4: Okay. Yep. Yeah, you easily head on over to the Bloody Fist. By the door, you mean outside the door? Or do you want to go into the like, actual Like tunnels? the trap door.
0: Like, like we open up the trap door and the animals take a sniff.
4: Yeah. I'll say I'll let the, the rolls carry over from before since it's really not that far. Nobody notices anything. But you do think it would be a little weird for her to have come in this way right yes, that's
0: true yeah
4: yeah okay but you also do know from joster tea leaf there are other ways to get into the tunnels under this this store so just because you don't smell her here doesn't mean that she's not there you gonna head on down yeah might as well yeah okay. yes are you headed for anywhere in specific on that first level or would you like to kind of make your way straight to the big staircase leading down that at the top of you guys had the fight with the drow and the the kobolds Were you heading anywhere in specific
0: Let's go big staircase heading down and then take a sniff there
1: Yeah okay
4: Uh I'd like everyone to roll perception checks then please
1: That's a thing I can do Uh 14 for Travancore and a Oh, twenty-two for Shadow That's an actual twenty. Nice. Oh, nice. Dang. Drink.
4: Grab a drink. Drink uh, and Jonathan then. and Bucks.
0: Uh Jonathan got a ten. Bucks got a twenty-one.
4: Ten and twenty-one. Uh Carlton? Uh
2: twenty-three.
4: And Bernie and Cocosnoot. Oh, Cocosnoot. What's Cocosnoot's perception? That's good.
3: Get- Bernie got an eight. So Bernie's not perceiving shit. Okay. Coco Snoot's also not paying attention. They both have
4: to pee. Okay. Uh, fortunately, as you guys are winding your way through this level of the uh, Undermountain, most of you, except for Jonathan and Bernie and Newt, you do notice that there seem to be some more zombies about. They are not being that stealthy because they're zombies. And you guys are, well, you're not stealthing, You're being cautious and, and taking looks around and you definitely hear them before you see them. Um, you do think you could get around them with being a little stealthy, or you can engage them, what would you like to do? You hear them way up ahead in the distance.
1: I don't think they have time to engage. I say we're better off stealthing. Do we want a super stealth? Uh, Yeah, I'd say we give it a shot. All right, I cast Hunt uh, Pass Without
4: Trace. Okay, so... <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and roll some stealth checks, Uh, and it's plus 10 with your Pass Without Trace? Yep. Uh, so Jonathan and Bucks...
0: Uh Jonathan somehow gets a uh twenty-nine. Bucks is a sad little owl, and he only gets let's see, he rolled a two. And so he gets that's plus that's two, fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. Fifteen. And
2: Carlton? I rolled it an eight, but thanks to Pass Without a Trace, that's an eighteen.
4: That is. And Bernie and Coco Snoot?
3: Since Bernie's on Coco's newt,
4: can she use
3: his dexterity?
4: I'm gonna say no in this case because it's more than just moving. It's it's being it's being quiet in a bunch of different ways. But you you both do have passed without a trace. So there's so plus ten to both of you. Twenty eight then. Uh, Travancore and Shadow.
1: Shadow rolls a respectable twenty one, but Travancore, being the lucky guy that he is. <laughs> 37 but that is a natural 20 so everyone drink.
4: Damn,
3: 37. Oh. That seems so appropriate though like that's how the roll should shake out.
4: Yeah. Also, you guys yeah. are familiar with this area. Travancore is uh he is on point. This is this is personal in a bunch of ways. So, yeah, I totally see this that you are just on the top of your game and are trying to be super cautious about this. All right. You guys wind your way through these tunnels, through the the area where there used to be all the the beds down the long hall you hear the zombies down the way and travancore is able to guide you guys expertly to where there's the hole in the wall and the tunnel kind of splits into two and does a big circle and he is able to guide you down the side that does not have the zombies quietly enough that they seem to just shamble on behind you and by and don't even notice you're there you go through the room that was the storage room, through the broken door, into the big cavernous hall that had previously included a, a lot of fighting. You actually do still see uh, some blood and bits of leftover armor pieces and some some dead and destroyed zombies from the fight from before. And uh, nothing else that you can clearly see it's all quiet now that you're past those zombies did you want to head downstairs let's do it oh what yep. did the animal sense oh go ahead and roll survival with advantage for your animals oh, oh gosh. no I'm rolling like sh- <laughs> this is what i get oh man i rolled
3: really well all through call of cthulhu and now i'm gonna roll like shit
0: oh dear uh <laughs> bucks gets a
1: 13
4: and coco snoot oh nine Sorry. And... Nine. Sorry. And Shadow. Nine. Nine. 17. 17. Okay. Bucks doesn't see anything. Coco Snoot doesn't smell anything. Shadow... Shadow gets something. Shadow does that circle thing over the top of the stairs. He starts to trace it and seems to lose it for a second and then picks it up again. He's not exactly sure where it goes to on this level, or if it does, but he he smells her. And it does go down the stairs.
1: Good boy Shadow.
0: I'm just imagining a uh, Shadow going ah, as he catches the scent. <laughs> <sun. laughs> we want to thank Polymorph Crafts for sponsoring this episode. Polymorph Crafts offer stylish and affordable ways to carry everything you need to a game day and stay organized at the table. Mimic chests, hero vaults, and tankers offer a variety of ways to bring a dice tower, rolling tray, dice and pen vaults, card stands, coasters, and carrying space to all your games. So check out polymorphcrafts.com and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at polymorphcrafts. That's polymorphcrafts.com.
4: The wonderful folks behind Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms has given us a code for a free gold chest in their game. What's Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms? Well, it's an officially licensed D&D Idle Clicker game that you can download and play on your PC via Steam. I've been playing it for a while now, and trust me, it's loads of fun. I usually have it running while I'm editing the audio for our episode so I'm really excited that we have this offer for our listeners. Gold chests contain five cards from uncommon to rare rarity and give you buffs and sometimes equipment for your champions. Now, this code expires on March 18th, 2018 at 9 p.m. Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem once this episode is posted. Open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. F E A L D. I-N-E-Q-U-I-M-K-E-E-K. So use that code, and then let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops, back to the show. He smells her, and it does go down the stairs. But he does. He he definitely smells it. Uh, he doesn't quite do the pointer dog thing. He doesn't, you know. But he clearly picks up her scent. And he takes a step or two down the big grand staircase leading to the next level. Before looking at you, Travancore. And you could swear he nods.
1: Yeah. Travancore immediately follows.
4: Okay. Uh, you guys head down those stairs To the next level. This first room is the room in where all the stuff has been pushed off to the sides. If you had gone north, it's the weird hallway that has the cells in it. And going west has the hallway that led to the room with that weird undead, undead, maybe experimented on snake creature. And you don't see anything in this room. Shadow circles the available space on the floor, still getting her scent, and heads to the door that has the cells behind it. And that door is still cracked open a little bit, but he is a smart enough fire bear to not just go barreling through it. And then he kind of pauses at the door, and then he comes back, and then he also... Tracks over to the other door, which is also still cracked open from your your frantic charge through as you are following Vang Ash Stalker through. So it seems like the scent goes in both directions. Mm. What would you like to do? Mm. Is there like an older mm.
3: scent, or is it about the same? He
4: can't quite tell, or at least he's not giving any indication. Shadow, he, he's kind of following both, and it seems like there is a scent it, going to both doors
1: and i would need to see her to be able to cast hunter's mark on her i right? believe.
4: i believe you have to yeah. see her to cast it and then it stays within range if she leaves your your line of sight you'd have to relook up that spell to to double check but yeah i believe you do have to have seen her
1: i'm pretty sure it's how it works too but doesn't hurt to double check
3: so it, it's basically we're at like a crossroads right
4: you're at the room that had um, all of the junk in it that was pushed up against the side of the walls. You, you know there's two exits. There's the door to the north, which uh, leads to the hallway that was turned into cells that you've been in. And then there's the door to the west, which leads to a, a hallway that leads to that room where you fought the, the snake thing. So you've been in those rooms, but it has been a day or two, I think. And while the doors are still propped open, uh, Shadow is is being cautious as you guys are are being stealthy and is smart enough not to burst through either door. What'd you find about that spell? You still looking it up? Yeah, gotta be able to see her.
1: But okay. there's, I guess, one more thing I want to try, but I'm guessing it's not going to work. Hmm, what do you want to try? I'm thinking, like... When when uh when Master Zick and I like we were scrying on her, I want to see if there's any trace at all of anything like that I can tap into, to see if I could ascertain from that experience which direction to be more likely.
4: Well, I'll, I'll say this: you can try that, but just thinking about it, you do know that the the door to the cells that's a dead end, right? So, so
1: might be worth checking the dead end first just to, to rule it out.
4: You, you know there's, you've been in that room before, it's a dead end with a bunch of cells in it, so you do know, at least, as far as going further, there's nothing you can do. Uh, roll me an Arcana check.
1: You've got it. Let's see. Oh, no bonus to that, it's just a straight d20 roll.
4: Oh, yeah, the two, great, thanks d20.
1: You're going to the virtual dice jail.
4: <laughs> I wish we could do virtualized dice jail. You could, no, I, we'll, we'll let the people at Roll20 know it's like, hey, we need Dice jail. something tells me you won't be the only people who think that you close your eyes and concentrate really, really hard on the images that you saw this morning when Aras and you scryed, and you've no idea how to scry you have no idea what he did you have no idea how to do any of that and you kind of think through those images again you might have a little bit of a headache mm but nothing comes to mind.
1: Uh, well, the dice were good so far. The dice giveth and they taketh away.
3: (laughs) All right, what would you like to do? I guess we gotta pick, huh? Like, logically, do you think she's... Okay, so wait, what do we remember about the door with the cell?
4: I'm trying to think about what we know about the two rooms. You remember that the door, the room with the cells is a dead end. All that's in there are just the cells. And you do remember that the other door... From the east, going to the east leads to that room that you fought the s- snaky creature. And there was another door that continued north. And you do remember Vang Ashdocker telling you when he left that through that door and through a couple of other rooms led to the stairway that led down to where the cave dragon is. But you haven't actually been there yourself. And he just kind of gave you a, ah, "I go this way and that way and that way. So that's what you remember from the last time you were down this way. <laughs> but Shadow is smelling that at least at some point in the past, Evelyn has been through here and has gone through both doors.
1: So we, we know the cave dragon is the other way. So it might make sense to check out the dead end first just to rule it out if she's not there. Because if she is there, bully for us. But if she's not, it wouldn't take too, far, too long for us to double back.
3: So, yeah. so wait, other room first, not cave dragon room first, maybe, right? Yeah, because maybe
2: not the dead end is not because, actually a dead end.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe they just want us to think it's a dead end.
3: That, I, yeah, I kind of like that plan because I just don't see her
2: sharing space.
3: If she's working for a cave dragon, it, that's a whole nother can of worms, bag yeah. worms. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you put compo put worms in a bag? Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather eliminate that first and not feel like we've got... Like, I don't want to go keep going further down and then have our butts not covered. So, stealth into the, the creep, creepy room.
4: Okay. Uh, all of you, or just a couple of you, it's the doorway, if you remember, it's only a, a five-foot door, and so really only one of you can go at a time? I'll go first. Okay. I'll I'll be kind, and I'll use that natural 20 stealth from before. You push open the door a little bit and kind of peek your head in. With your dark vision, you can see all the way down to the end of this hallway turned into cells. You look carefully. You take a little bit of a sniff. You don't see anyone.
1: But does Shadow smell? Oh, Shadow's nose led this direction, but I want to see if anything gets stronger. Might as well let Shadow do his thing.
4: Okay. You prop open the door and Shadow quietly walks on in. He tracks the scent to all three of the cells so at some point she interacted with all three of the cells including the one that you had found vang ash in but you do not see anyone else i don't think she's here guys
0: all right let's uh let's move on i guess
4: all right, you guys head to the door to the west, heading through that hallway back into the room that had the the snake creature that you had fought a little while ago. It's still there. And so oh, this, oh, this, this room smell. smells. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's this weird mixture of rotting flesh and formaldehyde and something else that you're not sure if you even want to identify.
3: Wait. Now that we kind of, Bernie wants to look at Travancore, I, I, I don't think your people are building monsters, but does anything about this technology look familiar?
1: I'd have to roll a check against whatever I know Yeah. <laughs> at this point. We're that far into my backstory. Yeah, uh, roll a history check. Okay. History.
3: Because if he recognizes like the way the wire was used, it could be a good indication of what she's actually been doing with her time.
1: 16.
4: This nothing about this seems familiar. This looks horrific and barbaric and everything you've ever known about your history with even the the gentle coaxing of of animal companions for their intelligence has all been within selective breeding at its most. Nothing, nothing like this. This is this is a nightmare. You've never seen anything like this.
3: You know. That's actually a really big relief. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. We will eventually have to figure out who's doing this, but on the bright side, it could be a lot worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it could. Not something she ever expected to say
0: (laughs) about- Look on the bright side.
4: (laughs) There you go. What's next, guys? You're standing in a room with a dead, snaky body and a bad smell. Uh,
0: let's, Keep I guess, moving. yeah, let's continue scouting about, see if there's another way we can go. Uh, maybe have well, a- Well, there's
4: a door to the north.
0: Yeah, let's go that way.
4: Yeah. It's the only obvious e- exit. It's the one that Vang took when he left. It is closed, but Travancore, as as you seem to be taking point on this, it, it doesn't appear to be locked. Would you like to just open it and head on in? You're gonna sneak on I'll in? I'll check you like for to traps. Do? Okay. Go ahead and give me a investigation check.
1: Oh, great. Everyone together now. Detective, Detective Core. I think we should Yay.
3: make you dress up as Sherlock Holmes for Halloween <laughs> this year.
0: I think it, I think we should.
3: I
1: want RTX. to take a picture as Detective Travancore cosplay with a Detective Pikachu. I think that'd be great for an next RTX. <laughs> All right,
4: so <laughs> he investigates to the tune of a 21. Okay. You're pretty positive there's no traps. Cool. I'm going to open this door. Okay. You open it. It squeaks a little bit, but it's not too bad. It opens up into a weird room that seems like, at one point, it could have been a really nice bedchamber. It's a fairly large room with a massive bed frame resting against one of the walls. But it's dusty, and it's got a moldy blanket on top of it. Mostly intact. The covers are... Eh, not They haven't survived well the test of time. The mattress itself is saggy and lumpy. There's a giant vanity against the opposite wall. So the bed is kind of on your left. This vanity is over on the right. And while it looks like when it was well cared for, it was a gorgeous piece of furniture, it is now decrepit and scratched and worn. There's cobwebs hanging off of it. and It looks like it hasn't been used in years there's two other wardrobes besides this vanity, warped and you're pretty sure from here, maybe infested with termites. Doors are closed. so You can't see inside of the wardrobes, but they, they look like they haven't seen better days. There are two exits that lead from this room. You're entering from the south. On the north side of this room, you see a set of double doors. And on the east side, you see between the the vanity and the wardrobes, you see another door. And like the other room that you were in, the floor seems to be lined with random debris. There's rocks and bits and pieces of cloth, and it just looks like weathered wood and random bits of trash. The room itself smells musty and old, and Shadow pokes his head in and smells around and kind of follows the tracks all over the room and then finds that the tracks go to both doors once again.
1: cuzzo has been busy.
4: Well I mean if she
3: lives here. Hmm. Um does wait, does one of them lead to something that maybe could just be a closet or a bathroom?
1: <laughs> doors are closed? Or Narnia, you know
3: Narnia. I'd take Narnia out Narnia, there. Narnia sounds great right now. There are two wardrobes
4: if you'd like to go in a wardrobe.
3: Yeah, Bernie's just going to open the wardrobe and climb in and cry. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> no, okay. No. Bernie walks on over to one of the wardrobes and is talking about some uh, place called Narnia, throws open the doors to this this huge wardrobe. There's two of them right next to each other. As you do, one of the doors just completely like comes off in your hands and falls to the ground with a a clatter and a thud Whoops. as this big wooden door aged and eaten by termites and so not as heavy as it once was just goes poof and bernie roll a perception check oh great sorry friends
1: i was a little worried there'd be a little being that was a goat on the bottom and an attorney from the estate of c.s lewis on the top <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a 15
4: 14 sorry 14 so the inside of this wardrobe does have some clothing in it. Um, you think that they might have been fine at one point, but most of them seem to be mothballed. You scan through it and look to the, the very right side. And just as your eye uh, finds that there's a, a cloak in this wardrobe that doesn't look old at all, looks practically brand new, and it, it catches your eye in its, its freshness, it almost gleams. And then it almost seems to get smoky. And then a face comes through the cloak. Bright, beady red eyes. uh, A mouth wreathed in smoke and fangs that goes... (sighs) We can all roll initiative. (laughs) Holy shit. All
2: right, here we go.
4: All right. So, Bernie, as this horrible creature comes screaming out of the wardrobe at you, as everybody uh, scrambles to prepare for whatever this onslaught is, we'll pause there and we'll pick this up next time as we will roll initiative next time and we'll we'll start with the fight. Dun, 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 dun. Well, Let me give you a little bit of experience. You know what they
3: say. Curiosity killed the obnoxious gnome. Oh, no.
4: <laughs> Nobody said that. Well. Nobody nobody said you were dead, just that you were attacked. That's all. All right. So, for deciding on a course of action and coming up with a really good plan of of how to how to find Evelyn, which I I was not expecting the the smell check to work, but it's kind of brilliant and it's I appreciate great. that. I like it. For your chat with Razzo and for giving him your last will and testament. I mean, Carlton, you gave him blue. You gave him your puppy. So, you well, this is not a g-
2: place for a puppy. Mm-hmm.
4: This is very true. Uh, but the, the fact that you. Character development. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you thought about that, I, I think, speaks very highly of Carlton. And that was a very smart thing to do. And for Travancore to think of the horses and to make Razzo cry, thinking that all you think you're going to die, uh, I'm going to give you a total of 1,800 experience to split between the four of you. Yay! We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our artifact and wondrous tier patrons. Thank you, Megan, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, Michael Lapointe, aka Vazarus, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.